Hello and welcome to Does It Adapt, a podcast discussing the never-ending world of story adaptations. You have the ever-popular book-to-movie adaptations. However, when a story spans several books, then sometimes it's better suited for a TV series. In the recent years, even video game adaptations have made their way to the silver screen. And it doesn't stop there. Comic books, cartoons, and even Broadway musicals and plays. But not all adaptations are created equal. They can be hit or miss, a yes or no, certified fresh or bona fide trash. Join us as we ask the question, does it adapt? I am your co-host, Don, and with me is... Ellie, you're treading on some mighty thin ice here. Pedro, is that you? No, no, <laughs> no. But, yeah, my name is Josh, and today we're going to discuss some Last of Us. Last of Us, which started out as a PlayStation game. Just a forward on this. I have not fully finished the game. Uh, I, I, at one point, had a PlayStation and had started it and got quite a ways through it. You, however, have played it, if I'm correct. Mm -hmm. Did you make it all the way through? I did. And I also, as of recently, got to watch most of the show. Okay. I didn't get to the very last episode. That's fine. Just for you listeners, when we talk about these, we may not have made it through the whole book or the whole show, or one of us may have read the book or played the game and the other one hasn't. So just, you know, we're just here to discuss, to have a little debate on whether or not we thought this adapted. So yeah. Oh, and one last thing is what didn't adapt for the last of us is the PlayStation to PC port. Oh my oh, yeah. God. Oh my gosh. What a what travesty. A- what a fucking disaster. <laughs> what it was yes, it was a it was a kind of a shit show. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um but we we don't judge. We only judge when they say, Oh, we're gonna bring out the multiplayer for this game as a standalone thing, and then they decide, hmm, can't do that either. Yeah. And what what really, really pisses me off is every time I load it up to play on PC. Which they, they're trying to fix it. But every time I load it up, it's got another update. And then it has to go through compiling all the shaders. So I can't I can't really play it to its full potential on PC. Uh, yeah, it was a joke. The TV show, the original game, that's what we're here to discuss. They were awesome, in my opinion. I, I don't know how you feel. We'll get to that. but. Uh, yeah, the PC port. Mm, uh, I've got some strong words, but I won't. I won't go on too much of a rant. Video game execs, basically, what we're saying is get your shit together. <laughs> it's very clearly you guys that are the issue here, telling people to get shit done way too quickly and not in a optimal or even suboptimal job, like. <laughs> it's not just Last of Us, but it seems like a trend lately. 
of rushed PC ports, rushed video games. But let's get into the heart of the matter. The original was the video game, the PlayStation video game of Last of Us. Award-winning. It actually received a second game. So to kind of go over what Last of Us pretty much is, so a quick little synopsis if you're like looking anywhere really. Like in a hostile post-pandemic world, Joe and Ellie, the main two characters, of course, of the story, go through difficult and desperate circumstances to basically try to help the rest of the United States and the world survive one of the most interesting zombie apocalypses that's ever been shown on both video game screen and film screen. Hmm. A little more of a broad story. Essentially, Joel father figure see at the beginning of the game unfortunately suffers due to the beginning of the the pandemic or beginning of the zombie apocalypse loses his daughter due to misunderstandings with the i guess authorities that are trying to help quell everything fast forward many many years society has now kind of rebuilt itself under a different brand there's government controlled areas and there are non-government controlled areas and essentially he joel happens to work alongside groups that are just trying to get by until he is introduced to an individual by the name of ellie who was bitten at some point by one of the zombies but has not turned at all has not became a zombie has not had the virus spread and take over her body to which most, if not all the people that can kind of see this, you know, type of thing happening would think, well, that's probably some sign of a cure, possibly mm-hmm. with, with her. So they basically spend most of the game, mo- even most of the show, getting Ellie over to these particular individuals that have the capability of creating a cure with her. Um, however, as the closer and closer Joel gets with Ellie, it gets harder and harder for him to uh, go ahead and uh, essentially let these people do what they're going to do, which spoilers for the end of the game. So, again, spoiler for the end of the game slash show. Um, he gets Ellie to this group, gives them over. Unfortunately, he is told that they're going to have to cut out most of a section of Ellie's brain in order to help create the cure. To which Joel, being that he has gotten so close to her, says, you know what? Screw everyone else. Fuck off. I'm going to kill every single person in this facility that's trying to take her away from me. uh, And I'm going to save her. So he basically kind of selfishly takes Ellie out of the facility, kills everyone there, and then takes her out and acts like nothing happened. See, I didn't know that. I didn't get to that point of the game. I don't mind spoilers, so I'd heard about it, but I hadn't experienced that part of the game for myself. And we'll get into how I felt watching the show, seeing that happen. So kind of a brief talk. We both want to always, with any these things that we're working on, we're going to give a brief talk of the people that are involved with the project, especially one like this, where it's kind of unique because we do have people not only from the original game, Mm -hmm. people from 
like that are like went over to the show. So, for instance, the game was primarily written by an individual by the name of Neil Druckmann. He was the main writer. He was also one of the two directors on the actual game. He's also credited as one of the creators for the show. And from my understanding, from what I've watched behind the scenes and whatnot, he had a very, 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 like, intense kind of, what's the word I'm looking for, involvement with the show to make sure things were kind of going the way that he would have liked them to go in accordance with the game. This Does this mean changes? Yes. But it still um, reflects his overall... Im- his overall vision. Exactly. And then a few other people that do happen to be kind of brought along to help out in this case with the show, but only in like minor roles. We do have returning people such as Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson, and Jeffrey Price, who played Joel, Ellie, and Tommy in the game respectively, being different characters within the show. Um, Just a quick, quick comment on that. I was pleasantly surprised i was glad to see troy baker even though he was a different character it just felt right to have him mm-hmm. in the show yes having him he played in this case played a character by the name of james mm-hmm. uh, ashley johnson from the episode i was watching it was the mother of ellie i thought that was really insane as well that was cool because i had never i'd never watched the behind the scenes of the game so Mm -hmm. until this point so i didn't exactly know what she looked like i think i'd saw pictures of her younger Mm -hmm. but she's almost unrecognizable uh, in the show itself but i thought that was a cool a nice little touch as well to have her as the mother of Ellie. It's kind of, you know, it's like a full circle type of thing. You know, it's part maybe canon to the story. (laughs) It's pretty cool. And it's also a little, one of my favorite little tidbits, like a little information about her is that she also, people don't know this, but if you've ever watched the first Avengers movie where there's that like singular, actress that is a waitress at somewhere that they follow all around during the attack in new york that's her they had more stuff planned for her but they cut it hmm. unfortunately I, I did not know that yeah she could have been she could have been one of the avengers but yeah those are people that like came from the game to help out of course with the actual with the actual show whether in a acting capacity or within a creative capacity so there's a few people involved to help get the show going and I think probably made the show a lot more special in a way. But I think now, if I'm correct, it's time for us to go into whether or not we actually feel does it adapt. Yes, the pros and cons of the movie version or the TV series version versus the original game version. Like I said, I didn't make it all the way through. So I can't, you know, fully comment on that but what i saw the tension and then the dialogue between ellie and joel (laughs) the conversations between ellie and joel 
I thought was good. It gave the game emotion and that translated well, that adapted well to the TV series. And another note about that, the two actors that they chose, Pedro Pascal, that was spot on casting, in my opinion. It was a good choice. I wasn't so sure about uh, her name's Bella Ramsey. Yeah. I wasn't so sure about her. So she grew on me over the course of the series because I was used to seeing the, the Ellie from the video game. And I mean, Bella, she also like both of them are from like a game of Thrones type like area. They both were on the show. Mm-hmm. Bella, I think it was, I forget her character's name. I know it's a Mormont. I just don't remember what it, the Lian, Liana, Liana, Liana Mormont. Yeah. Um, I said that wrongly multiple times. Her character was like beloved because it was kind of this like part where she got to like basically give, she didn't give a shit of who she was talking to. She was just like, you know, I might be a kid, but I'm the leader of my house or something, something like that. So she definitely like, for, for me, considering what I saw on that show, it made sense for the character, but I wasn't expecting her to play the character as well as I think she did. Also got like, one of favorite actresses of all time, Anna Torf. Torf. Yes, Frickin Fringe. Oh, Fringe. Yes. Okay. I haven't, I haven't liked her in anything I've seen her in since Fringe till I saw her in this. At first, again, didn't recognize her. Oh yeah, I'm like wait, wait a minute, I know her. Oh, that name. Where do I know that from? Fringe, yeah, fringe, and that is yeah. one of my favorite series of all times. Oh yeah, same here. She's also there's another show. Maybe talking praise to other shows here. There's another show called Mindhunter, but this one like it specifically goes over serial killers. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays a character in that. She's also really good in that one too. But that one also is ended. I think ended now after two seasons. So yeah, that's one. I haven't dove into yet. As far as Game of Thrones, I don't don't care for it. <laughs> I just it's not my cup of tea. Want to talk about does it adapt well? <laughs> oh, let's just say that after season five, maybe not so much. <laughs> that's that's a bit of controversial adaptation of 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 the work of. Oh my gosh, G. R. R. Martin, yeah. J. R. No, 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 J. R. Tolkien, G. R. R. Martin. Wait, no, 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 no. I'm messing this up now. G. R. R. Martin, G. R. R. Martin, or George R. R. Martin. Ha. George, okay. I believe it is George. G. R. R. Martin, Gur Martin. Yeah. See. Okay. Game of Thrones. I could give two shits about. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, no, no, no. I know people. I know people love it, and I'm sorry if you like it. You can roast me in the comments down below. I don't care. It's not my cup of tea. So back to back to Last of Us. Back yeah. to Last of Us. Where were we? You were talking about your pros and cons for the show versus the game. Yeah, I really don't have a whole lot of 
things to say about either. I liked them both, or I, I like them both. And if I can ever, ever get through the PC version, because I, I no longer own a PlayStation, I'd like to finish it. I'd like to get all the way to the end. Because there, there are scenes that I saw, and one thing that I do is I like to watch the Easter eggs after every episode. Different YouTube channels do it. Screen Crush, New Rock Stars, they do breakdowns of each episode, and then they show the comparisons between the two. And they really took a lot from the game, I mean, directly, almost shot for shot, from the game, I put it in the show. and But then there were changes. And I am totally fine with the changes that they made for the television show because you had, you know, Neil Druckmann there. He had to approve them, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, what I mean, how do you feel? I, I'm, I'm kind of curious on how you feel i think we we had a discussion before yeah we did and you said uh, prepare yourself or something along them lines yeah so folks let me take you on a journey here where (laughs) i'm going to tell you how the last of us tv show is a better and much more impactful and much more in all honesty amazing version of the story than the game ever will be. Now, what I mean is, is that as a narrative experience, the show's better. The game sucks. The show's better. The game itself doesn't suck. Neither does the story within the game or game itself. I take that back. Game does suck, but not in the capacity I'm trying to get at. It still has a fantastic story. Otherwise, we wouldn't have the show. There would be no reason to have the show if the story for The Last of Us, the game, didn't work. The problem is, is that I think people get a little too ingrained on the little moments within a story and they don't actually focus. They focus too much on how great the story is, but not how the game actually is. If we're being realistic, the game is fucking terrible. Like (laughs) the gameplay. I'm sorry, Naughty Dog. If you ever listen to this, Mm. but like ever since. It's the one thing I really disliked about the Uncharted games. Carried over to this before you guys made, I think, Uncharted 4, where I think you guys hit like it out of the park. But my biggest frustration, especially with story-driven games, is that you can have these really tense and amazing experiences that can come from cutscenes, that can come from come from like what you're experiencing within the world itself can come from you know like little fights here and there but the problem is is that if you have these other moments that don't fulfill that same kind of tension or same kind of feeling it takes you out of it completely and when you have gameplay in my opinion that is just as of the last of us not like the first game are bare minimum of what you can and can't get like you can actually do. Like I, I, I just, I can't, I can't sit here and say, Oh yeah, it's a fantastic game. I mean, like it's a fantastic story. It's not a fantastic game. 
The gameplay is subpar at best. The only moments that I actually enjoy in that game are anytime you're facing clickers because that is tension filled. It is something where you're not necessarily looking to go into a gunfight because that's the thing going back to what I was saying about the Uncharted games that they didn't do right and they still didn't do right with this one which is gunfights were just fucking boring. They weren't great. They were they brought me out of the story, they brought me out of the fun. They got annoying because it's always the same thing and like yeah yeah you could take your time just killing enemies one by one. But like the one thing I fucking hated about the game is that first section after you first start the game you get through all the stuff that happens at the beginning with this daughter. You start trying to go meet up with the lady at Ella, and you have to talk to this guy named Robert or something, some shit. Mm-hmm. And he literally has like himself off in this area that has a shit fucking ton of guys all fucking around. And you can't, you try to sneak it, and at least you, you can, you could try, you could try, you could try. But like, <laughs> it's not actually gonna, like, most of the time it doesn't fucking work. Someone at least catches you, and you're in a firefight that you don't wanna be in. Like and it it just takes it takes me out of it completely. There are games that are out there that do these type of experiences better, where either they make you make the like you a part of the story through the gameplay, or they make or they they focus so much on the story through cutscenes that they can like weave in little moments of gameplay that are interesting and add to the story. These moments don't add to the story. Me killing this guy doesn't add to the story. The only thing that adds to the story is me dying. Oh, wait, it doesn't because I just press load game and then I'm back and like it doesn't right. it doesn't make me feel like there's any stakes. The yeah. only thing that makes me feel like there are stakes is, is the clicker fights because it's something where you're intentionally not trying to get caught. You're not trying to get, you know, like infected. You're not you're not you're actively not trying to do something that's going to be like stupid. You can do stupid things with the with the 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 guys with guns in these games and like still not really die because let's be honest, the AI also is not that great. But it doesn't mean that like I think I think overall Last of Us is a great game with a great story. It is only a great game because of its great story. People focus way too much on the fact that that story make like does the story make up for all the gameplay sometimes but it it takes me out of it way too much a lot of the time now vice versa you look at the show the show has things that i didn't think were possible but it makes complete sense because of the nature of it being a show rather than a video game in a video game the requirement is is that you at least need to include gameplay otherwise people just feel like they're doing a walking simulator Mm -hmm. and look this isn't death stranding we don't (laughs) necessarily like you know there isn't a case of like we're just going to have minimal gameplay and then hope the story carries it which from my understanding to some people death stranding does that but the issue with this is is that you you want to have like that the good medium ground between the two of like having things that work and that work well together and I don't think Last of Us has that, but the show, however, since it gets to put so much focus not only on the story, but going further with the story, it benefits so much from it. The one episode that I know a lot of people were saying was absolutely one of the best episodes of television they've watched in a while was the third episode. That was the one that featured Nick Offerman 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know the other gentleman's name. Let me see if I can find it. His Look name like... is Murray Bartlett. Yeah, he's been in The White Lotus, which I think is a that's a show on on HBO. Oh, now Max. Now he's, Max. He's been, yeah, now Max. He's also been in a few other things. Oh, he was in Iron Fist. I didn't oh. know that. But anyways, this episode primarily features these two. You know, regardless of the the relationship that they have, the one thing I really liked is that it was an ability to explore. And this is like, sorry, the I, I'm, I'm like backtracking a little bit here, but this is why this is like one of the best examples of why the show is better in this case than the actual game. Mm-hmm. So, in the game, all you do is you meet up with Bill, who is Nick Offerman's character. Mm-hmm. You meet with him. You need to get a car from him. He tells you, oh, I don't have the necessary parts here. You're going to have to go to, to some other place here and find them. Uh, that's not Bill's <laughs> voice. I'm just doing a random voice. But you you go to a school, and then you fight a bunch of infected. And I, while I will say it does have the moment with, I think it's called the bloater, which is like a really big... Yeah, infected one that if it if it like gets stuff on you, you I, I can't remember the exactly how they work, but anyways, while that was nice intention field, what I didn't like was that. So there's the moment where they walk into the house and we see a corpse hanging from the ceiling, the house they go into, and then you know, Bill cuts the thing down after after Joel notices the body mm-hmm. and he says. That's Frank. He was my partner. And, like, I mean, you can be ter- interpreted in a few ways, of course. But the way that they went about it is, is they gave both characters actual depth. Like, yeah. you could tell things were going on with Bill when, when, the, when the game was coming out. But you, didn't, you couldn't tell why. You couldn't tell how. But the show, and considering it was created and, you know, part of the writing staff was, in fact, the creator of the game and, like, writer of the game, Neil Druckmann. You could tell that, like, they were wanting to take a time to show why are these characters so not just relatable, but like what makes them human in a sense. Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing I think, ben- you know, video games can benefit from. But I also think that this is one of the first and act like maybe only real examples, other than actually uh, another one that just recently came out, Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> where they actually give a little bit of heart to, like, a little bit more depth to characters that haven't necessarily had the ability to have that depth before. Depth before, right. Because, again, video games can only do so much. You have to be able to play it. You have to be able to experience it. Right. And just to boil all this down uh, for the listener, I think what Josh is talking about is pacing. Whereas in the game... You you control the pacing, but still the pacing was off. And you bring up a good point about the Uncharted games that I didn't realize until you just said it. That in the older games, it was like fight after fight and it, it got repetitious. And I think for critics, that was a big gripe about it. And... Uh, Something I think is missing, and the last Uncharted game, 
I agree was done really well. Um, mm-hmm. The pacing was good. The action sequences were good. And there were puzzles. I I enjoy a, a game like that or, you know, any game with a narrative that has good pacing and I like the puzzles. And there weren't, I don't recall, or as far as I got in, in Last of Us, if there were ever any puzzles. I, I like those. I like how Uncharted did them. And that, I think that's something that was missing. Now, getting back to the show, yes, the pacing for that was spot on. Oh, yeah. And they they gave a lot more backstory, you a lot more emotion. You connected with the people, I think, a lot more in, in the, the TV show than you did in the video game. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, if Joel dies, you just respawn. <laughs> yep. Because, yeah, because the show actually gives stakes to the characters. Yeah, and in one of the earliest episodes they gave also gave some backstory to cordyceps how the outbreak started and what's scary about this whole cordyceps infection thing is how scientific based that they portrayed it like oh the shit this shit could happen yeah but that's the scary part about it is realistically it actually could happen. Yeah, yes. So uh, yeah. You know, I, I think I'd have to agree with you, you know, in conclusion, that uh yeah, the the TV show was superior to the game. Oh, and I'm looking forward to to a second season. Oh yeah. Where people will probably say the exact opposite well. No, they'll say the same, because a lot of people were like, first game's great, and then second game, they were really upset, and then I'm going to be surprised, I'm going to, I'm looking forward to seeing exactly how the show takes what people hated about the second game, and, and, and make it, make some else, or if the second season decides to do a little bit less of that, and more of a kind of look in between, when, like, do, you know, actually, scratch that, you know. Go ahead. If I if I'm Neil and I'm Max, if I'm Max, and I look at the success that the show had with the first season, primarily covering the first game, and I'm like, hmm, how could we milk this more? Hmm. Yep. Basically, instead of just going directly to the second game, give the characters time to develop through like a second or third season, and mm-hmm. then the fourth season come in with the second game story. Because that gives you, it also gives you time, because that's the other thing. I don't think I, 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 I granted this is not going off of full knowledge of having finished the second game, mm-hmm. but it could give a lot more exploration into the character that becomes the villain for that one. So going back to the the, the second game, which I I haven't touched, I I, I know nothing about. Oh, yeah, I have barely touched. Mm-hmm. I have not touched it really at all. Is it because um, of the reviews? Other people's uh, thoughts? You haven't touched it? Because some people say, 
some people say they do like it. And I think it's one of those games you either uh, love or hate, you know? I, I haven't really gotten too far into it. Like I'm right at the beginning still, but I know a lot of people's issues with it in regards to how Ellie's character goes from where she goes. And then how, like this specifically, I don't, I mean, we could put out another spoiler warning here because I know this happens. You don't care, do you? I don't care. Just okay. for our listeners, this is this is spoiler territory. Yeah, if you haven't played the second game, although I would be surprised if you don't know that this happened for the second game. Joel dies. So, like, yeah. it's it's. And oh, speaking of Joel dying, I thought it was going to happen watching the TV show. Because I, I hadn't gotten to that part of the game. Oh, so yeah, no. I was like worried. I was genuinely worried because I had heard that rumor. I'm like, no, they're not going to switch the story around like that, are they? That would really piss me off if they did that. And, you know, LA has, LA has to go on. And I guess that's, you know, kind of sucks for me that I hadn't finished the game. I didn't know the rest of the story. Just, you know, tidbits I heard from spoilers, like spoilers don't bother me. They may bother other people, but watching the TV show, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, what's 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 going to happen now? Yeah, no, I I'm kind of like a that's why I think like their best option, considering how much people like Pedro Pascal Mm -hmm. is to just go ahead and pull him into like another season or two going in between the first and second game. Right. Um, oh, who knows what they're going to do. I, they're yeah. definitely doing a second season. A third season is rumored. They, I've heard rumors of them continuing the story because I, there was yet another rumor that they were going to do a third game. But uh, I mean, that's between, that's up to Naughty Dog and, you know, whether or not. But it would be stupid for them not to because, man, it's a cash grab. This show is performing so well. They might as well, you know, do a third game. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, The Last of Us. I think we could both agree that the, the TV show is better. Looking forward to the the next one. Eventually, I'll be able to play the game to get the all the way through mm-hmm. if they get if finally get their shit together and optimize it for PC. I'm not going to go okay. into all the other games that have shit the bed lately. But I'm looking at you Jedi survivor. Yeah, yeah. I I can I can't even get through the intro without it lagging out. Anyway, that's beside the point. We've got some other things coming up. Some other adaptations some old some new i think we're gonna go and look at the it by stephen king or it simply it that that's a big one it's it's a big book it's it's an older book and it's been adapted two different times so we will get into what what we like best uh whether or not it got adapted Yep, we're going to talk about the nitty-gritty and then go up to a sewer drain and go, Hiya, Georgie. 
<laughs> don't don't scare me like that. Okay. <laughs> and then we've got others coming up. Uh, another video game adaptation. I haven't seen it yet. I plan on watching it before we record it. Super Mario movie. It's very popular right now. So, yeah, that'll be another one. And a huge one, probably looking at toward the end of this year, is Dune. The Oh, heck yes. The HBO Max series. Have you seen the first part? I have not seen the full full first part, so I'm going to do that before the second movie oh, yeah. comes out. And that'll, that'll be later in the year. I've yeah. still got to read the book, which I want to do. So, yeah, we can't totally talk about these adaptations without having just a little bit of knowledge. These are just our opinions, folks. Take them with a grain of salt. You know, tell us about your opinions in the comments or what you can do. What you can do is send us an email. Does it adapt at gmail.com or... I'll be posting the premiere dates for the episodes on Instagram. You could also find us on Twitter as it that does it adapt. And I think that covers all the socials. But anyway, thanks for joining us here on this look at Last of Us and Does It Adapt. See you in the next one. See you.